0: begin our new focus for this year when we talk about the significance of Jesus. Uh, if you've not caught on yet, we're doing a heaped, uh, deep dive into healing that we find in the book of Hebrews. And if you're going to share with your friends or neighbors or whom you're going to invite them to church. I'm not saying will you, I'm going to say you will. I'm doing a Jedi mind trick. You will invite your friends and neighbors to church. You can come tell them that we're doing a deep dive into healing. And if you say we're doing a deep dive into Hebrews, they might look at you funny and say, you, go, you mean you want me to learn how to speak you know, the Hebrew language? No, we're doing a deep dive into healing in the book of Hebrews because it talks about how God heals us through the significance of Jesus in our lives. So this significance of Jesus is found in this deep dive into his word. Now, if there's one driving force in the lives of the people that you know, which is exploiting them and harming them right now, the very most, it is their search for significance in this world. You have a waiting audience for this message. You don't have to look very far. Because everyone you know is searching for significance, and they're finding it, or they think they find it, In one way or another, in the modern-day vernacular, significance is measured in things like likes, comments, shares, followers, reposts, retweets, mentions, star ratings, thumbs-ups, subscribers, influencers, sponsored, I mean getting paid, and then, I think most important, people who want significance want to go viral. Now, for those of you who are in your 70s to 90s, none of that makes any sense to you whatsoever, I would imagine. Maybe a little bit. But your wheelhouse for significance is your family and friends. And if you're feeling insignificant, you might say, well, no one calls. No one visits. No one cares. That's the same feeling that uh, Gen Z has when someone doesn't respond to some post that they've made. No one visits. No one cares. No one's listening. Still the same base thing. And even though for those who are their 70s to 90, 90s, there's a little impact as far as the internet is concerned or social media, they still know what it feels like to hurt. If you're in your 50s to 60s, uh, we're still trying to catch on to what LOL really means, but we might use it in an imp- inappropriate way in a text or whatever for our teenagers or our screen and they laugh at us. I think it means lots of love, right? No, I know what it means. Laugh out loud, I got it. We have some significant impact by the social media when it comes to those kinds of things, but not the same kind as those who are in their 30s to 40s because it has a big impact on them. Yet they can still negotiate it because they remember a time when it was not that important in their lives. But those who are under 30s, if they're not getting the likes and the shares and the followers, it's Armageddon to them. It's their whole life. So it doesn't matter whether you're 90 or you're 25. You're still searching for significance and you're looking in all the wrong places for it we normally look at it, look uh, for significance from nameless strangers on the internet and all we look for is this, is someone seeing me is that what that means now for a lot in this world that's what it means I'm seen, I'm noticed but then underneath if there's a this or in the comment section it says you're you're weird or whatever might go in, then that, that goes to, ooh, just wears you down. That's why it's so important for us to understand what it means to be truly significant. It's something for which we search. Years ago, Robert McGee characterized it in four traps or four things that we, four false beliefs that we fall into uh, from the perspective of Satan. The first one, and you'll remember this because we did a series of messages on it, is the performance trap. What can I do to get people's attention so that they say, I am relevant, I mean something? So we'll perform in different ways. We might say certain things. You remember when you are a teenager and you're around a, a, a crowd of people and you might talk a certain way or use certain kind of language in order to impress them because you wanted to be accepted? We still do that today. We perform for others. And it's a trap. Because what we learn and what God teaches us in this false belief is that if we perform a certain way, then people will like us. It's true. You can perform a certain way, and you might get some people to like you, but you're going to get even more people who dislike you because you did that. There's the other thing that he talks about, which is called the approval addict, where instead of seeking approval from God we're seeking approval from those who are around us we want to please men and women and those who are around us and it's it becomes an addiction to us and what the Bible teaches us is that that's a false belief he also talks about the blame game the shame game that we enter into where we allow shame and blame and that is our culture right now we've gone full on we've gone all in on blaming and shaming each other Instead of truly talking about where we get our significance. Because only God through the significance of Christ. Really addresses our needs that we have in our hearts and minds and bodies. So that we can finally find significance. Our significance is not found in the world. It's not found in what anybody else thinks of us. It's found in what God has already said about us. And that does not change because God does not change. That does not change because Jesus does not change. So if I have a choice between gaining significance or finding my real significance in the one who never changes or looking to someone who's changing all the time, where should I find my significance? We need to dedicate ourselves to helping people find significance in Christ Jesus as well because they are suffering just like you in the consequences of their false beliefs. And if you as a Christian can sometimes get caught up into the performance trap or becoming an approval addict or blame and shame game just think what those who don't have Christ Jesus at all fall into. If we don't help them and if we don't help ourselves we're just it's just like giving people directions towards a dead end. Don't you love all the road closed signs around here, right? You see the road closed sign and what does it what is it telling you? The road is closed. So maybe you were, uh, you had a moment of fright this morning whenever you came up on the road close sign. There were two coming in this way. How many other, did not coming from that way? How many are that way? How many out that way, coming that way? There, two, three, whatever. And yet somehow you got here, right? Well, when it comes to this kinds of things, if we do not find our true significance in Christ, we try to find it in the world, you are just leading people into a dead end. They'll never get out of it. And the only way that they can find any kind of help is to repent and turn around and come back towards God. So as we begin our deep dive into healing of Hebrews, we have greater appreciation and understanding of Jesus, who is the only one who can bring us into the presence of God where we find this significance. And each Sunday, we will seek clarity from Jesus. We will seize hope from him. We will speak encouragement from him, which will bring us into the presence of God where we can find mercy and grace that can really help us. That's why we're going to emphasize our Lord's Supper a little bit more during this year. And we want to remember and reflect and respond because it gives us an opportunity to meet Jesus and renew the significant sacrifice that he made for us. Our strategy is really based in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 through 25, which says, therefore brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, open for us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having a heart sprinkled to cleanse us from guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us, build, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we can spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some in the habit of doing, but encourage one another and all the more as we see the day approaching. My friends church is more important now than just it's more important now i think than it's ever been because there are so many people who are drifting away from it and you need to do everything you can to get people to church and you know what we're going to be talking about you can invite them and encourage them to get more involved or back active or active again in the church that they grew up in or whatever but you know what we're talking about so you can invite them here as well because we believe that jesus is much more than just a savior he is what the bible says here in hebrews he is he is our helper in our time of need he is our high priest who does all the work that allows us to come into the presence of god we can live in his presence and when we're here we can worship in his presence when the book of hebrews takes a deep dive in the true essence and effort of Jesus to help us live in the presence of God. And we'll do that through expository study, which will serve to explain, explicate, and elucidate the essence of Jesus. You're gonna learn more about Jesus than you've ever thought you could know. And it will secure you you safely in God's presence because our goal is to get you to live in his presence daily because when we live in his presence daily, we are safe there, we are strong there, we are sure there. The devil's doing everything he can to make us think that we are not living in the presence of the most holy God. And sometimes we help him with that. We help him with that perspective, but what Christ Jesus does as our great high priest is he breaks down that wall And he invites us in to the very holy of holies where Hebrews says, we get to draw near to the throne of grace with confidence. We get to crawl right up in God's lap. And he's going to show us mercy and help us find grace in our time of need. I want to encourage you this year that each week you read through the book of Hebrews a couple times. We've given you a schedule online. We'll try to keep that fresh, but it's pretty simple. You read three chapters a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, you read the two chapters a day, which will get you through chapter 13. And then on Saturday, read through Hebrews chapter one through 13. You say, well, man, that sounds like a lot of reading. Well, it doesn't really take that long, especially when you're reading just a few chapters a day or a couple of chapters a day. But by the time you get to the end of the week on Saturday, just set aside some time to just read through all of the book of Hebrews so that you can have a greater understanding and a greater context about what we're talking about. We're also going to use social media as much as we can to reach the young people that are around. And if you have social media such as Facebook or Instagram, if you haven't joined our P-Town Instagram yet, start following us there, and here's why is because as, we, as you follow us, then other followers of you will see some of the things that we're the content we're putting out there. It's the same thing with Fus, uh, our Facebook account with our P-Town and uh, that's what Seth is doing to help us maximize our uh, media presence so that we can begin to reach people with the message. You also can take home this material each week. I'm going to print it so that you can see it if you don't have access to this on a daily basis, although I will have some additional information that you can go through on a daily basis as we kind of go through the devotional of the book of Hebrews. And this one here just takes us through kind of an overview about what we're talking about here today. Take that home. Take a couple home if we have any extras and share those with your friends or tell them about what we're doing and encourage them to get involved. Through social media and for those who use it especially, we are going to make those kinds of connections because we want people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that they may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Listen, I've been a preacher for a long time, 40 years. That's a lot of preaching, a lot of sermons. But the one thing that I have great conviction about is knowing that God's word never fails. So I will never fail to preach it. And as we join together in reaching out in this deep dive, it allows us to understand with a greater sense of clarity the significance of Jesus. Now social media has proved that everyone wants to be noticed. But in our search for significance, we've missed the most important point. And that is that we find true significance in the presence of God. And the only access we have to him is through Jesus. That's why he said, for we do not have a high priest who's unable to empathize with our weaknesses but we have one who was tempted just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Now we will either find our significance in God's mercy and grace, or we'll fail to find it in the, as we seek it, af, or we will fail to find it in the sought after attention affirmation or affection of others. And that's made worse when we allow those people to be faceless strangers. Now Jesus is our superior savior who provides significant structure and solutions because he made the significant sacrifice to provide us significant stability and sanctity by being our significant sanctuary which significantly sanitizes and secures us so we can overcome our significant struggles his significant standards and that's a line you're going to learn this year I want you to memorize that because I just told you what all of Hebrews is about let me say it again Jesus is our superior Savior who provides significant structure and solutions because he made the significant sacrifice to provide us significant stability and sanctity by being our significant sanctuary which significantly sanitizes and secures us so we can become our signif- overcome our significant struggles through his significant standards. Now the very reason Jesus suffered, and we're gonna do a deep dive into this, is for you so that you will not grow weary, you will not lose heart in this world because the devil has co-opted your sense of significance. Now hear this, if you've tuned out or kind of fell asleep, listen. Our significance is found in the fact that God loved us, so loved us, that he allowed his only son to suffer to make sure we know we are that important to the creator of this universe. Over and over again, in the book of Hebrews, it talks about how everything's been made through him. The universe has been made through him and exists for him. He sustains it by his powerful word. God loved you so much. You are so significant to the creator of the universe, and that really is all that really matters. You are so significant to the creator of the universe that when you were lost, he sent his son Jesus to bring you safely home, back into his presence. And that's why we need to know Jesus intimately. That's why we need to know everything we can know about Jesus because he brings us right back into the presence of the creator of the universe, our Lord. Now the recent cancel culture has taught us that you can't depend upon this world to find your significance because we have learned how quickly the mob can turn on those who just previously, the week before, might have been supported by them. So we should never seek our significance from the world. And if you have loved ones, children, teenagers, young adults, if you have children, old adult children, or you have, you're in your own life now, you're trying to figure out what's going on, we must find our significance in Jesus. Because if we keep looking for it in the world you're going to keep getting humiliated and beat up and hurt because that's all the world knows how to do is shame and blame it's my prayer that in this year you will join me and you will invite as many as you can to join us as we do this deep dive into healing as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I've been reading, memorizing um, the Book of Hebrews. I did this; I memorized it before when I was in college, and that was just about ten years ago. So, I, you know, I should be able to recall it, right? know well, that was a long time ago. That was in 1982, I guess, um, when I had the, when I had Hebrews as a class. So, um, you can do the math on that. And as I was Picking it back up, I realized when I memorized it the first time, I memorized it in American Standard Version because that was the version that the professor liked. And then I've been memorizing it in the NIV, and so there are parts of it that just spark in my memory 40 years later that I, okay, yeah, I remember that. And there are other parts like, have I ever read that before? And I just read it last week with you as I was reading the, you know, reading through Hebrews with you. But what I'm coming to really appreciate is that Jesus loves us and he knows exactly where we are and how we're hurting and when we feel harassed and he's ready to help us. He will help us so that we can help others. He will help us so that we can reach out to others. So join me in allowing him to help you by bringing you into the presence of God so that we can help others let's pray Lord I'm so grateful for this wonderful opportunity to preach your word you've been teaching me this week how powerful it is how solid it is how incredible it is So, Lord, I want to make a commitment to this church family today as their preacher that each time we gather, we're going to make sure that we focus on Jesus and his significance and that we're going to allow him to teach us to shed those things in our lives that are keeping us from fully enjoying living in Lord, help us understand it's not anything you're doing to keep us out of your presence. You've already done what you need to do. You gave us your son who died on the cross, who gave us his body. It was for us so that we could say no to sin, yes to righteousness, so that we'd feel confident in your presence. So teach us to fall in love with this incredible message about Jesus how he can help us in real life the struggles that we face and in helping the people that we know who are struggling. And Lord, I pray that you would do something incredible here in this little church in Palestine, Ohio. That through our prayers and through our effort, through our worship and praise, through a focus on the Lord's Supper each Sunday, through the power of preaching, you would begin to see this church grow and bring new people in, people who are hungering and thirsting for truth and righteousness. Lord, we love you so much. And we thank you for all of this, and especially for your son, Jesus. And it's in his name that we pray all of these things and let all God's people say.